Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? How about we can just watch basketball? Good morning and welcome to the NBA Daily Ding here on the Athletic NBA Show. I am Jared Weiss. I am joined by Will Guillory, the New Orleans Pelicans writer for The Athletic. We have Dave Dufour on the ones and twos for this one. Don't forget you can find the Daily Ding on The Athletic NBA Show every weekday morning. We got Dave in there, Mo Keel, Keith Parrish, Will joins us sometimes. We got Trey Edwards. We have everybody that you want to hear from in that rotation. I guess myself too. It's so not everybody. But so let's start with the big game, two crucial returns in this one for point guards. Kyrie Irving is playing in the NBA again. He came back for the Brooklyn Nets last night, recording tonight, but last night. And then uh, who cares? Because Lance Stevenson returned to Gamebridge uh, Fieldhouse. So it used to be Baker's Life, and now it's Gamebridge Fieldhouse. And Lance has 30 points in this game, comes in the first quarter off the bench, and has 20 points in the first goddamn quarter. Lance will make him dance. He was going crazy. It was unbelievable. Just splashing threes from everywhere. He was doing all type of land stuff. It was wild, man. Because like you said, we're all tuning in to watch uh, Kyrie, his first game back. KD's playing. James Harden's playing. The first time we've seen the big three together since the uh, the playoffs last year. And then Lance just completely steals the show with his crazy first quarter. Just doing all type of wild stuff. And I think Lance is just one of those guys for whatever reason. When he's hot. It's just so fun to watch everything he's doing, the confidence he's playing, what he's he's ISOing. He's putting the ball between his legs like 100 times. He's waving off Sabonis, and he was just going nuts, man. And he made this a really fun game through three quarters. And then the Nets was like, all right, we're done with that. Sorry, <laughs> they just I, took I, the game over in the fourth. I love him waving off the guy that runs the entire offense so he can do his <laughs> thing. I mean, Lance, Lance is – I wish I just for one day could live my life with the confidence that Lance Stevenson has or Russell Westbrook has. It's absolutely beautiful. And, I mean, Lance is such a fun player to watch. Uh, he's also a disastrous at times, and that's why he's not a starting point guard in the NBA, even though he clearly still like has the skills in the bag. Like, it's there. Um, it, he just got crazy hot so much – like it all came in like this crazy quick barrage at the end of the first quarter. He had the guitar strumming. I mean, he was playing that rhythm guitar <laughs> at the end, which is like one of the great kind of like late Lancisms that kind of came late in his career. I wish he could have kept it going just because of that. But like, and this was he, the most he ever scored with the Pacers, right? I think I saw that. That's crazy to think because he had insane. all of those big moments. And this was the night he scored the most ever with the Pacers. I mean, the funny thing is he had 30 points, so he only had 10 points in the, like, 25 minutes after that. But he did it five times uh, and only three turnovers, playing point a lot of the game. And also credit, we talked about this on, on yesterday's show, but Kiefer Sykes, again, with an 18-point performance, 6-for-10 shooting, five dimes, one turnover. I mean, it's just amazing to see him, Dwayne Washington, Lance Stevenson come out of nowhere to be the new uh, makeshift backcourt for the Pacers. And Domas Abonis had a 30-point triple-double, but screw really all that. Good. Because they didn't even win the goddamn game with all that stuff going on because Kyrie has, comes back. He has 22 points in 32 minutes, 9 for 17 shooting, four dimes, three steals, only two, two, two turnovers, 
sharing point next to James Harden throughout the game. Game or not game high is DeAndre Bembry's plus 24, but of the starters, the highest plus minus and plus 16, Kyrie looked pretty Kyrie-ish. Yeah, he, I was, that's exactly what I was going to say. He looked exactly like Kyrie. He, he didn't miss a beat. He was hitting all of those mid-range jumpers, you know, doing the crazy dribble moves. And, and you know, the, the chemistry with him, KD, and, and Harden was there. Uh, like, they didn't miss a beat, man. It, it, I, I think it was right, especially in that fourth quarter, they got back to, oh, my God, this Brooklyn team is really scary. <laughs> when all of these guys are locked in, and we really haven't seen it this year because obviously Kyrie hasn't been playing and James Harden hasn't looked like himself. But in that fourth quarter, they got back to, man, if they're playing like this, they're they're the title title favorites, and I think it's a great sign for this Brooklyn team because that's what we've we've been waiting to see all year because we know the talent they have and we know KD's either one or two uh, as far as the top guys in the league. And now with Kyrie back and he's playing at this level, I, I think this team can be scary good again. And you saw some good performances for some some of the role guys too. Lamarcus Aldridge was a, with a really good game. Yep. DeAndre Bembry gave them some really good minutes in the second half. Uh, so I think that's the big thing. That's what was, what was missing from last year's team that, uh, as far as what we haven't seen this year, because last year it was Joe Harris, it was Bruce Brown, all those other guys stepping up, and, and it just hasn't come to fruition this year. But I think if Kyrie can figure it out and start playing more of these games, uh, I think this team can be really scary good in the East. Yeah, I mean, you just saw that fourth quarter offense. They had that 13-1 run in the middle of the fourth quarter where they just – I mean, Indiana had a you know 15-plus point lead in the middle of the third quarter and they held it, and it just started to slip back in the single digits right at the end of the third quarter because KD and Kyrie went on a little run, and then Kyrie gets back in the game in the middle of the fourth. It just goes on a barrage, has like like two kind of quick hit barrages, and then they get you know a little bit from uh, some of the other guys in between. KD closes it out. They end up winning one twenty nine to one twenty one. KD has thirty nine points on fifteen for twenty four shooting, eight boards, seven dimes. I mean, this was. Perfect KD, who just kind of kept attacking whoever uh, Indiana would throw at him, whether it was Domas Sabonis catching him on a switch, Miles Turner coming at him. Who Turner had you know a good defensive game and has been one of the best defenders in the league. But K- KD just kind of torched whatever they put in front of him. Yeah, he he was just a killer tonight. I mean, he was getting his shots wherever he wanted to. It was a classic KD where he was hitting crazy shots. He got a tee. Uh, arguing with the ref he had some big shots in the fourth quarter uh, I mean he, he's just so good uh, and I think uh, as much as we always already has, have kind of given the MVP P trophy to, to Stephen Curry it, it's just crazy because KD has been so damn good this year man he, he's been unbelievable so efficient in everything he's doing even with Harden being a little shaky Harden had a couple shaky moments against tonight even though he was pretty decent uh, but I, the, the fact that he's been so rock solid for this team this year is crazy because we know how much, you know, he's had to come back from and the, the minutes have been super high for him and the injuries have been crazy for this team. Uh, but he's just been the, the, the one of the most dependable guys in the league. And you're, you're right, just had a crazy good game tonight. And then Kyrie kind of put him over the, the top in the second half. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, let's head out to my neck of the woods where the Spurs beat the Celtics 99-97. to I actually just got home from that game when we recorded this. And crazy ending 
where the Celtics have like 30 chances in the last 45 seconds, basically, to try to <laughs> try to get the ball back, try to hit a shot. And it ends with Jayla Brown picking off a bad inbounds pass with like a couple seconds left and going like really pushing hard on the fast break. It's, you know, gets ton of physic, a uh, ton of contact at the rim, but you know, they're not going to call that and puts up a finger roll off the glass and it just rims out. And oh, so Marcus Smart tried to put it back up, but it was too late at that point. So the Celtics lost, despite only having eight turnovers in the game to 17 for San Antonio. But it was just another night where the Celtics just could not figure out their crunch time offense while DeJounte Murray, Derek White, Devin Vassell, Keldon Johnson, those guys were just firing. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously that everybody wants to start with everything that's bad with Boston and what we got to do, who's got to get traded. But I want to give some credit to the Spurs, man, that they're figuring that thing out with some of those young guys, DeJounte Murray. uh, I love Devin Vassell coming out of college. Uh, He's been really good for them this year. Uh, And and Pop, man, he just got them rolling for whatever reason, because we had extremely low expectations for that team. And they're right in the mix. They're figuring things out. Uh, they, they're another team that have had guys in and out of the lineup. And DeJounte Murray has been right there in that fringe all-star conversation at a really good game tonight as well. Uh, so, yeah, give those guys a lot of credit. But Boston, man, I, I just don't understand what's going on with them. They're, they're, I think they're the most confusing team to me in the league, just because I always want to believe that they're going to figure it out eventually. Tatum's going to get on track. Jalen Brown, they're going to sink. And then just they they always lose these type of games, especially at home. I feel like they lose a game like this at home like once a week. Uh, it's just something's just so weird about this team. Uh, I mean, what were you thinking, you know, in the fourth quarter when they're just uh, allowing that thing to slip away? I was laughing, and th- that's where it is at this point. I mean, I, I've been sitting there for two years now watching this team just un- be unable to close out games ever since guys like Gordon Hayward, Al Horford originally left and obviously the you know all-star point guards they don't have an all-star playmaking point guard anymore and it shows because Tatum and Brown are trying to run the offense and in crunch time these guys like the, the team doesn't know how to space around those guys they keep getting in these traps and then don't really know where to kick it out this team just does not have offensive flow in crunch time and I, I wrote a piece on the athletic about how they need to start playing through their bigs more because Rob Williams and Al Horford are really good passers. And I actually asked Jalen Brown about it after the game. And he was like, yeah, we should start doing that more. And like, he's, he's on board with that. I kind of pushed Tatum on it. Tatum was like, maybe we should do that a little bit, but Tatum doesn't really want the ball <laughs> in his hands. Tatum wants to get his touches, but you know, this team has an identity crisis at the end of games. And it's been this way for a while. And it, it's always like, they sometimes figure it out, but they just don't really progress in that figuring it out and they don't really you know it doesn't really stick while san antonio just they executed really well in this game and it goes back to murray like murray he was one rebound short of a 20 point triple double and this was him coming back from covid tatum was also coming back from covid in this one mm-hmm. and you know but like tatum shot terribly in this game really started the game shooting terribly and then kind of got it together in the second half while Murray was pretty much on top of his game his, like the entire night. Yeah, I, I mean, I just want to get back to Boston because I, I look at this roster and I just feel <laughs> like that something just needs to happen. They just need some type of oh, shakeup. Sure. And I, sure. I think Brad Stevens is, is going to be a lot of pressure on him his first year as the lead executive. I don't know what his exact title is uh, in Boston, but I, I mean, they, they just got to – 
They just need to do something to shake that roster. I don't know what it is. I'm not into all of the talk of trading one of the Jays. I think when you got two guys uh, that great at those positions, uh, I think you try to figure it out. But I, I just, for whatever reason, that that just roster just it just doesn't fit for me. I, I don't like it. I want to see some type of move, but I don't know what move there is to make or what type of value you can get outside of the two Jays and Robert Williams. They're not going to move him. So I, I mean, I don't know what you can do to improve it, but I feel like just some type of shakeup has to happen because it's just not working. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Terms or restrictions apply. Last game of the night for us, the Jazz beat the Denver Nuggets 115-109, to and no Rudy Gobert in this game, but lots of Rudy Gay in this game. Man, he was excellent off of the bench, and I think this is one of the – I'm not, not going to say one of the first times, but one, a, a great opportunity for this Utah team to, to kind of show the side a lot of people are wanting to see more for them after the way they went out in the playoffs last year, playing a little bit more small ball, using guys like Gobert or Eric Pascal at, at center, and they did a decent job with it. I mean, Jokic ended up lighting them up, you know, with 26 26- 21 and 11 assists, but I mean, Jokic does that on a lot of people, but the fact that they were able to withstand that, uh, get a big game out of Bogdanovich and get a win. Uh, once again, man, Utah is just really impressive. They're just, you know, ticking right along, uh, looking like a, one of the, the title contenders. And you know, it doesn't matter, you know, Gobert's in, Gobert's out, Joe Ingles in, Joe Ingles out. Uh, they're just uh, just really solid in basically every area. And I think adding that Rudy Gay piece, and I think adding that Daniel House piece, I think is going to be a quiet, really good addition for him as well. Just getting more wings, just more guys who can do uh, multiple things. So, yeah, I really like that Utah team, man. They're extremely solid. I mean, they, they held up huge at the end, and it probably helps when Boyan Bogdanovich, who's, who's supposed to be your knockdown shooter, he has 36 points but only goes 1 for 6 from 3, but 11 for 13 from the line with 13 rebounds. That was like a very confusing Boyan Bogdanovich stat line. I know because I was uh, at a, a Bogdanovich game where he went like 35-0-0. and zero. Uh, It was something like that where he went every single stat line was zero except for the points. That's usually what the, the Bogdanovich way is, just worry about getting his buckets. But he was doing a little bit more, obviously, with Gobert not in the lineups. They had to hit the boards. Everybody was getting involved. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, really solid effort, a uh, uh, great performance for them in the fourth quarter. And just Rudy Gay, man, just just keep keeps rocking off the bench. It's such a solid addition for them, man. I can't wait to see what he can do for them in the playoffs, just having a different uh, different type of vibe for them with Rudy coming off of the bench. I really like that for them. Yeah, the end was fun because we had a Jokic 2020 triple-double. That's uh, I can't believe I'm saying that out loud. And... <laughs> So, you know, Utah was kind of had like a 10-ish point lead for most of the fourth quarter. They, you know, they kind of controlled the second half after it was a really close game at halftime. And then right at the end there, we had Austin Rivers with a big steal. They have a chance to try to tie it up. They, they, you know, they can't find a good look. And credit to the Utah defense for doing a great job. We saw at the very end there, I can't remember if it was Barton or Monty Morris or who it was that took that shot at the very end. And Jokic was complaining he was wide open. Then you look at the replay, Jokic was completely covered. I mean, Utah just did a great <laughs> job holding it down defensively at the very end. 
Yeah, they did an excellent job, and that was hilarious. Yeah, I saw the exact same thing when Jokic reacted the way he did. It was like, nah, you, you weren't open. You, you just had to get the uh, best shot available there. But, uh, I mean, again, Utah is just so good defensively, and, you know, I think the big story for them this year is that they're so far and away uh, the best offense. But you can see in those moments when they need to lock down, uh, they're capable of it. And like I said earlier, the fact that they're a little bit more versatile now and they're not so rooted dependent uh, in some of these clutch situations, I think it's going to be big for them just having that versatility getting to the playoffs and I think it's good to see that they're trying to figure it out kind of the same thing we saw with uh, Milwaukee last year right where they were trying to do some different things getting out of their same mode and I think uh, that's going to be important for Utah going into the playoffs just showing they can do it a different style because that's going to be required you know uh, in specific matchups well beating Jokic without Rudy Gobert and with Donovan Mitchell shooting one for nine from deep and only three assists that's a it's a damn impressive win for Utah that was a damn impressive performance from Will Guillory. Joining me here on The Daily Ding, thank you to Dave Dufour, who made us sound pretty. Thank you to you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to The Athletic at theathletic.com slash ding, where you can read everything that Will and I write, because it's the only place we write, unless you're reading our Twitter, but our Twitter sucks, so just read us at The Athletic. Yeah, Will, take us out of here. And ding, ding. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.